Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we are back with another episode. And like we said, we have another special episode. Matter of fact, this just is a, a fucking special month for May. May is <laughs> is kind of like, we actually have to work this month, Eli. Yeah, this is, yeah, we're putting in overtime. Yeah, we're putting in overtime. This is actually like real work. So we're just going to just grind through the month of May because for some reason May is front loaded. And But guess what? For the rest of the year, we can fuck off the rest of the year. <laughs> we can go back yeah. to normal. So yeah. I want to – so so for right now, we're just going to grind. And like I said, for right now, this is the Comic Book Bullies podcast. We're going to talk about one thing this podcast. We're not going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season finale, which I would like to talk about. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about Laura versus Yanny. None of that bullshit. We're going to talk about one thing, and that is Deadpool 2. Just Deadpool 2 is all we're going to talk about. And then we're going to break down. This is going to be a full spoiler podcast. We're going to try to talk about it at the front end as much as we can without spoilers. And towards the end, we're just going to just let it rip and just see what we think about the movie overall and maybe just break down some stuff you didn't realize for it. Uh, Now, Eli, last time we did this, we did do a Deadpool uh, podcast like years ago, didn't we? Uh, you know what? I think that was before my time. I think that was you and Eric. I, definitely with me and Eric. I don't know. <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I think you, or did we? Maybe. I don't know if we did it not. That was so I, long ago. I, I, I yeah, I, I don't think I was on the show yet when Deadpool okay. dropped. Probably didn't. Either let's pretend like we did okay. and just move past it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so like I said, pretending like we moved past Deadpool, let's talk about Deadpool 2 and what we used to talk about it, like the comic book shit. So, what do you remember about X-Force? Because really that's what this movie is. I, I dubbed this movie Deadpool v. Cable, Dawn of X-Force. That's what this movie is. Yeah, pretty much. So, let's just talk about this. So, what about X-Force, Cable, Domino? You have any early you know, interactions with them? Uh, my brother... My little brother was really into X Force and Cable, like Cable X Force. Yeah, that was my and Deadpool. My brother was all over the shit. He, he was like, I was like in college, so and he was like twelve. So, <laughs> so that was like this age gap. Like I told, I, like I said before, I kind of stopped reading Marvel and superhero comics, but he had just started getting into this shit. He was into the X Men, Venom, and Car- that's how. You know, Carnage, all that shit it was because of, he was reading all this shit. Yeah, he was when X Force dropped, that was his shit. He loved his Warpath. You know, we're native, and Warpath was a a big deal, especially to him. He loved Warpath. Um, me, not so much. I was, like I said, in college, I was raging against the machine, listening to all that Public Enemy, Professor Griffin, it and shit. And I saw Warpath as kind of cheesy and stereotypical, and I was like, fuck that shit. He looks like he's dressed in a cheerleading squad outfit. I wasn't in the Warpath. So, you know, and plus it was at the time, you know, 
Dances with Wolves had just come out. You know, so there was like Hollywood went kind of native for a little while, you know. You had Pocahontas and the Squanto and Mortal Kombat had Nightwolf all of a sudden, you know. So like Indians were kind of hit for a few years after that. And then here there was yeah. that, that was where Warpath was. So like my brother, he was all into export. He had to cable the, 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 the he had the figure. He was really into cable and Deadpool. And I remember um, him having those comics. I remember him having Deadpool number one. And uh, I remember picking it up and reading it just like, cause he was so into it. Oh, this guy's so cool. And I remember just like reading it and I'm like, holy shit, this guy talks so much shit. It's just like bubble and bubble or like where he's in this kicking mode where he's kicking ass, but it's like bubble right. after bubble of him just talking all this shit. I'm like, damn, this is like the most boringest fight ever. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and I, I thought it was a little juvenile. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was older. I was an adult, but he was the prime age for it. And he loved it. And, you know, like I said, I, and still today, I'm not that, you know, as far as the comic books, I've never been a Deadpool comic book fan or like into cable or whatever. But, um, but like I said, he, you know, that was his shit. So I'm not too familiar with, you know, X-Force and cable and all that as far as comics. I mean, sure, they popped up here and there throughout the years and stuff I've read, but I didn't, I wasn't hardcore into Okay, there's no problem. Uh, like I said, as far as my interaction with X Force, uh, before X Force became X Force, we actually the New Mutants. It was like when the New Mutants were on the very last end of their run, like the yeah. last ten issues. Rob Liefeld take over, and they basically told Rob Liefeld, "You can just do whatever, but you can't use any of our main kids. You can't use Wolverine. You can't use Gambit. You got to use your own character." So he decided, "I'm gonna just make my own characters. You know, I'm gonna just make Cable. Cable popped up." Big grizzled dude with guns and pouts and shit like that, and it turned the industry on its ear. Uh, then Deadpool showed up. And the funny thing about Deadpool when he was back then, he's completely he was a completely different character then than he is now. He was just, you know, evil assassin henchman. Wasn't he you like wouldn't think enemy. twice about him. Because when he popped up in New Mutants, wasn't he? He was the bad guy. He was the right. Ba- it was yeah. vice versa. He yeah. was the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Just, so, but the thing was, it's just like it was in the 90s. Once bad guys get so popular, they became good guys. Yeah. So... He basically got the Venom treatment, except it stuck with him. Yeah. Uh, Domino showed up. Domino, I I barely remember what Domino did. I just remember she showed up. She knew Cable ahead of time. Cable was like, hey, Domino got this new team. You want to join his team? She was like, yeah. Boom. X-Force. That's that's what happened. So it was all happened, moved super fast. Like I said, your guy Warpath was on there. He was the muscle dude on the team. Shatterstar was there. All these other guys were there. And it was just extreme. You know, it was just like balls to the wall, shit like that. You know, it was all done by Rob Liefeld. Feral, Feral, who I thought. Not Feral, Wolfsbane, unless they changed her name to Feral. I thought it was supposed to be Wolfsbane, but then it was Feral. At least in X-Force number one. Got you. Because I guess Wolfsbane sucked as a name. To decide to call her feral, you know, to make it more 90s. Because she so was I an adult I, all of a sudden or something or she grew up. Right. Cause, yeah, because when she first joined New Mutants, you know, she was like a teenager, stuff like that. She yeah. was a stupid ass yellow X-Men. But when she was X-Force, you know, she was like skimpy clothing and shit, you know, shit barely covering her nipples. So I guess they had to give her a new name or some shit, you know. Because Boom Boom was always dressing provocatively because wasn't she jealous of Boom Boom uh, when – this is some new mutant shit. I'm taking it back because they're always <laughs> bickering. Shit. Yeah, they're always she was they're kind of catty, the catty female shit, and she was kind of jealous of Boom Boom because she was like kind of hot and always dressing in these slutty outfits and you know, you know, fucking uh, 
uh, uh, Rain Sinclair was this little furry little <laughs> chick. <laughs> Oh man, now you think about it. Yeah, those comics did suck now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Here we are now. We have a movie that is pretty much like the prequel to an X-Force movie. If we ever even get an X-Force movie, we don't know. Uh, maybe it'll happen, but let me pull up these numbers real quick. Um, and like I said, uh, okay, Eli, how was, how was your theater? How was your theater? Did you have like oh, a, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it IMAX and it was packed. So, Damn, I hate your ass. We didn't even have an IMAX. <laughs> so it was, it was, yeah, it was fucking loud. And then, yeah, the crowd was just, the crowd was just into it. I, they were clapping. Um, well, I'll, yeah, there's a spoiler. I won't. T- I'll talk about it later. But yeah, there was some. There's a lot of applause in my movie in my theater. <laughs> oh, let me ask you this: Were there any kids in your theater? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, there might have been. <laughs> I didn't see any of my theater. I know when I first saw the first day, because I think I saw the first Deadpool movie twice. I know for a fact I saw kids in there. The only kids I saw, I heard screaming babies in there. Oh, well, So I'm like, yeah. how do you think you're going to take babies to go see a Deadpool movie? And I know I saw some like a three or four or five-year-old like sitting right in front of me, you know, eating popcorn and watching this shit. I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. But, I mean, when we grew up, I mean, that's that's what we had. We didn't have, like, our parents took us to go see Terminator and Robocop, and it, we turned out fine. Yeah. I saw Flash Dance in 48 hours at a drive with my parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> so maybe we're getting to the day, days again, because people acting like, oh, Deadpool's a radio yard. That means kids going to see it. That doesn't mean kids can't go see it. Yeah. That just means they can't go see it by themselves. Yeah. Like, a adult can walk in with them. Their parents can take them. If their parents beg their kid uh if a kid begged their parents to go say hey i want to go see deadpool their parents will take them yeah you know so they'll still go see and it's no big deal and i don't know how parents are now i know how our parents were back in the 80s which my parents were as long as there were no boobs you could watch it you know <laughs> violence language doesn't matter cocaine doesn't matter as long as it's no boobs as long as no sex scene, you're okay. Yeah, I'm one of those. I'm I'm a pretty liberal parent when it comes to that shit. You know, I, I let my <laughs> kid you, watch. I let my kid watch whatever. You know? <laughs> and and if you happen to go to an already movie that there were boobs, you know the rule: close your eyes. You know, so you put your hands over your eyes, but then you uh, you know, open your like middle finger and ring finger <laughs> just gently. <laughs> middle. Yeah, my kid was watching like South Park when he was like fucking seven years old. And I just said, don't anything you hear on that show, do not repeat at school. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I think parents are different now than what they were, you know, back then. You know, it's different because I mean, you have access to internet. Kids are gonna see this stuff no matter what anyway, and they're gonna see it at an earlier age. So I don't know. That's what it is. Uh, that being said, we can, can we move to the next part of the the podcast? Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be the interesting part of the podcast right here because now we're gonna actually break down the box office numbers. And the box office numbers are very interesting, but if you just listen to the articles that have been just posted online, they might be be misleading. So we're just going to break down and give you the real of what's really going on with these box office numbers. And the number one movie this week is Eli. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. I heard Deadpool took it. Deadpool took it. Uh, Number two, as I go down the list, number two is uh, Avengers Infinity War. Now, remember we had not not me and you. But I guess somebody else, I don't know, I think Gomer or something like that. We had this bet or this argument of what might be number one this week. And I and I said that Deadpool was going to take it like by a mile. And it took it by a mile. And uh, Deadpool finished off his first week 
weekend at 125 million, which is pretty good. Like I said, it grossed over 100 million. Avengers Infinity War did 28 million, which honestly, I think that's kind of low for, for an Avengers movie, you know. Well, it has been out like a month, so almost. A month. Yeah, but twenty eight million, I I think that would be higher. I thought it'd at least be like around like fifty or seventy, you know, in the third. I mean it's it's Avengers, the Fendi Wars. It's the movie that hit a billion, you know. Yeah. That being said, let's move on. What other movie oh, the other movie came out, uh Book Club. I guess it's like a Golden Girl movie. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> uh, Golden Girl. Like old I don't know. movie? Like an yeah, old lady like old movie? movie. <laughs> yeah, like an old lady movie. Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Like Jane Fonda and Okay. The other old ladies and like shit. Hot, like know. hot old ladies and shit? Yeah, like hot old ladies and they just want to just bang old dudes all day and some shit. I don't know, you know, like that. Okay. Like, what, what, which was the, uh, like the, the, the one golden girl that wanted to bang everybody, Ruth? They're I, all Ruth. I can't remember, man. Oh, come on, man. You know the golden girl. I do. I just don't remember the, I, <laughs> Betty White. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they should do a Golden Girl reunion like they're doing with Roseanne and all those other movies. I'm like, they're all dead. <laughs> Except Betty White. That's yeah, it. she's you know. the only one left. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Betty White will outlive all of us. <laughs> uh, number five, Breaking In. That's that mom movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Number five. Number five, hanging in there. That Look, those movies always make money. That's guaranteed. That's why they make them. Because they make it for dirt cheap, too. Uh, number six is Show Dogs. Oh, that's the little kid's uh, talking dogs movie. That's a kid's I movie. guess. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number seven is Overboard. That's the Anna Ferris movie. Cool, I guess. Uh, number eight is A Quiet Place, still hanging in there. Yeah. Um, number nine is Rampage, the rock movies. No one cares. Yeah. And number ten is the RBG movie. Still? I guess based on the story about the, the whatever. I don't Skater, know. Ruth, what about Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. That's I stuff. guess. Yeah. But notice one movie I didn't name. Uh, I don't for the know. first time in like three months. Oh, was it Black Panther? Black Panther. Well, uh, no it, shit. It Everyone finally. Can, be, the, yeah. the DVD, it's on DVD now. <laughs> it's on DVD now, right? This is the first time it has not been in the in the top ten. Yeah. So that's crazy because, like I said, it's finally on. Uh, Blu-ray now, finally on DVD. I saw some reports said Deadpool knocked Black Panther out of the top ten for the first time. I'm like, not really. It's on DVD yeah. now. <laughs> and even when it was on digital, it was still in the top ten then. Yeah, no shit. So, uh, looking at these numbers, first of all, before we get to Deadpool, let's go to back in Avengers because, I don't know, Eli, these, these Avengers numbers don't sit well with me. I don't know what it is. Really? No. They don't sit. They don't sit well with me. I don't know. What, I mean, what? on surface they look good, you know. Uh, like for instance, if you want to look at the worldwide numbers right now, you're looking at 1.8 billion. Impressive, you know. Hello, yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> okay. Damn, you just switched off. Hold on a second. Hey Google, turn off Bluetooth. Okay, Bluetooth is disconnected. Okay, there you go. I don't know what it, it came back on again. Oh. So it it. It doesn't look impressive to me. Um, what I was going to say, domestic-wise. But the domestic-wise of it is at $595 million, which is cool and is very high up there. But I don't know, Eli. I don't feel like it's going to catch Black Panther. Well, we didn't think it would be. Because I, I don't I – don't, I, I, at first, I always said that worldwide, of course, it was going to beat Black Panther, which it already has. It's yeah. already beat every movie. 
But domestically wise, I felt like it wasn't going to beat Black Panther, even though it did beat the the opening box office. I don't think it's going to catch it overall. I think it, it seems like it's slowing down too fast. Yeah, I mean, it was a this is a busy month, and then like I we we talked about it, you know, a couple months ago. I mean, Black Panther had a, was a, like a cultural, you know, phenomenon, had an impact, and you know, so Avengers right. and is just, Avengers is another Avengers movie. <laughs> You know. Right, and then I did a poll. I even asked people like, okay, how many times did you see Black? I mean, not Black Panther. Uh, how many times did you see Avengers: Infinity War in the theater? And for some reason, people looked at me crazy, like, what do you mean, how many times? I saw it once. That was enough. I mean, some people said they saw it again, something like that. But there was no four, five, six repeat yeah. viewings. You know, nothing like that. You know, yeah. where with, with uh, Black Panther, you know, we did see a bunch of people say, yeah, I went and saw it four or five times, whatever, like that. Went with the family every single time. Pay tickets for other people to go see the movie. I didn't. When I said uh, when I asked about Avengers, they said people were looking at me crazy to see the movie more than once or more than twice, anything like that. So, yeah, they, I don't know. People aren't seeing it repeat times like you would, like like the first Avengers. Yeah, I remember asking people about the first Avengers. I think I saw it three times in the theater. Yeah, I saw. Or like maybe four. four I, think. I saw like at least I think five. That yeah, that's the, like, that's I, what I'm saying. So you got people. Seen a bunch of bunch of times, and I think what happened was that the the opening weekend was so high that people were like, okay, we saw the movie, let's move on. You know, I don't know. Uh, that being said, let's move into the Deadpool numbers, and the Deadpool numbers seem impressive at first, also because Deadpool, of course, everybody's freaking out that oh yeah, it beat in, uh, Infinity War. It was supposed to beat Infinity War. Uh, I mean, Deadpool was going to hit 100 million, we knew that, but it didn't break the record for domestic R movie opening weekend of all time. Fox was banking on it to do that, but it didn't do that. No. Guess what movie holds the record? Well, it was Deadpool, wasn't it? Deadpool, exactly. <laughs> so they were expecting it to beat Deadpool, and that is kind of alarming to me that it didn't beat the original Deadpool. Well, you know, it, it missed the mark. Yeah, but then uh, like, uh, it, the first one came out like in February. And True. They, they, this one came out in like the busiest movie month of the year. <laughs> that's true. That's one way of looking at it. But another way of looking at it is that the first Deadpool was an unproven, uh, you know, unproven property. It wasn't even like Black Panther, which appeared in Civil War at first. Deadpool just came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and exploded. So now the sequel has, you know, not only, you know, brand recognition now, but also has Josh Brolin coming off his last movie. And they definitely promoted that. You got Rob Liefeld actually doing promotion himself. So it seemed like they and you got a bigger budget, so it looked like they spent more money into getting people in the theaters, and it seemed like it didn't hit. So yeah, you can say Infinity War did it, but I don't know. I just thought that one twenty five, whatever it hit, I thought that was kind of side. I was thinking somewhere between like one thirty, one forty, something like that. But so, what did didn't the last one came? It was like Valentine's Day, wasn't it? So it was like right on Valentine's Day. Yeah. They sold it as a Valentine's Day movie, yeah. you know. So you I know what the love story is. It was like everything. a date movie, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you can look at Deadpool like a date movie, I guess. The first one, at least, anyway. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I don't know. I guess those numbers are kind of alarming. But like I said, we're not here to talk about numbers, because don't worry. Once these numbers get out, we're gonna have a numbers conversation. Not next week, but maybe next week down the road, if people still talking about Deadpool. But we can actually talk about the movie now. And now, Eli, we can actually dig into our thoughts. Like I said, yeah, we we briefly. You know, it was on Facebook talking about what we think about the movie, but now we can actually dig into it. I'm going to let you go first. Give me a quick spoiler-free review of what you thought about Deadpool 2. Okay, spoiler-free. Well, I loved it. Yeah. 
Um, I thought I had a blast. I mean, it was a great time. I liked it. You know, uh, I don't know if I liked it as much as the first one, but it was still a great time. Um, I thought it was funny. There was a straight up a bunch of times, at least three or four times where I, I generally like laugh my ass off. Like I busted out laughing and where I didn't hear, I couldn't hear what was going on because I was laughing so hard. So, um, and plus, you know, the whole theater was laughing too. Um, it was just, it was just a great fun movie. Uh, more of the same. It was funny. Like the first one, uh, it was just as violent and raunchy, you know, as the first one, but it also still had a lot of heart to it, which I thought I was a little worried about, you know, because the first one had that like Avengers effect where it was like lightning in a bottle. You, you didn't think it was going to work that well, but it did. And I was like, wow, they actually kind of made it work again. You know, this really hard R violence and raunchy, you know, potty humor and, but it still had a lot of poignancy and drama and dramatic weight and, and heart to it. So I was really surprised that they could do that again. Like, they duplicated that again. Um, I I mean, there was a few things I have an issue with, but overall, I was I, like I said, I loved it. I don't think I liked it as much as the first one because the first one – was such a surprise, you know, I was like, wow, I didn't think it was going to be that good. You know, I went in, yeah, I'll go see a Deadpool movie. And I came out like, holy shit, that was like one of the most, one of the best comic book movies ever, you know? <laughs> so I think the, the steam was a little gone, you know, the thrill was gone going into this one. So it didn't have that punch that the first one had, but it was still, still great. I still love it. Can't wait to see it again. Cool. Okay, uh, you give me a score. Uh, shit, four point five out of five. Four point five out of five. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, basically, what I think about the movie is that I think it. Okay, like I said, I love the first Deadpool movie. I know that this movie was bigger, had a bigger budget, had more action, more characters, more higher stakes, more explosions, more jokes, and that's all cool and all that. But I think some times that kind of got in the way of the what the movie itself i think the movie sometimes plot was a little too busy for its own good some of the cgi was kind of eh. some story points in the movie was kind of just like wait what the fuck but like i said since it's a deadpool movie if this was in another movie i think people would have been harder on it than this movie because they just let it pass because oh it's deadpool it's okay you know uh i do think some of the newer some of the newer characters like there were more characters in this in this movie not every character worked. Some characters, I kind of forgot they were in the movie, and the movie kept reminding us they're a major point of the movie, and I was like, okay, I don't care about this person, you know. Mm -hmm. But they kept throwing it in there. All that being said, I do feel like the movie was funnier than the first one. Even though there were more jokes in it, and not every single joke landed, I do feel like the jokes did land. They landed. They hit me. It was a few of those I almost choked on my popcorn. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool 2 almost killed me. You know. <laughs> So I, I give I got to give them credit for that. You know, uh, some of the jokes they were telling, some of the jokes were like really, really deep cut nerd jokes. Like Eli, like only you and I would catch those jokes. Yeah. So the the but the 
but the, at the same time, the way the movie just had such a fun feel about itself that even if you didn't understand every single joke they were throwing at you, you still had a good time because it seemed like the cat was a good time. I'll even say this about Ryan Reynolds. I feel like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool is the most perfect casting ever in a comic book movie, period. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, yeah, people want to say about Christopher Reeves. Yes, Chris Reed was awesome. At the same time, you can find somebody to play Superman. We found people to play Superman. You know, uh, Robert Downey Jr., love him as Iron Man. But at the end of the day, you can probably find somebody else to play Iron Man. It's going to be tough if you can find somebody to play Iron Man. You can't find another person to play Deadpool. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's he, true. He fits it so perfectly. I right. Mean, Robert Downey and Jr. He, as, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is basically, he's not, that's not the Iron Man we know from the comics. That's Robert right. Downey Jr. That's Robert Downey Jr. And, right. And, and charismatic and shit. And that's why we like Iron Man in the movies and we like him as Iron Man. But that's not that's not comic accurate Tony Stark. Whereas right. Ryan Reynolds' as Deadpool is the Deadpool we know from the comics. Exactly. Know? Like he's ripped right from the pages and it's comic accurate. Like you're reading a comic, like you're looking at a comic when he's on, on stage. Uh, plus also that not only that's because we're in this Deadpool world, Fox finally realized what they have. They're trying to incorporate other X-Men properties or the X-Men universe into the Deadpool universe. And it worked for me. I feel like this was the most like comic accurate or the closest we came to a comic book, a X-Men comic book out of all the X-Men movies. Not to say this is the best X-Men movie I've seen, but I felt like it was the closest one we've reached to the comics, which, you know, which I, I was loving that also. Yeah. So overall, yeah, this movie, this movie worked. This movie worked. Like, I can put on my movie critic hack and say, oh, there were some plot holes here, some story structures parts here, and some bad actor scenes here, and some CGI scenes here, or maybe it doesn't hold, and maybe the plot is too busy and it wasn't as simple as it was in the last movie, yeah. and maybe some of the characters were undeveloped in the last movie. I, I, can, I can keep going. I keep going all that bullshit. At the end of the day, did I enjoy myself when I watched the movie? Yes, I enjoyed myself. I laughed my ass off. I had a good time. It was entertaining. And at the end of the day, that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. So, so my score on that, I'm giving a 4.5 out of 5. Whoa, my what, what I'm thinking is that people are asking, is it better than the first Deadpool? No. Is it worse than the first Deadpool? No. It's just as good. It's okay to say it's just as good. Yeah. If you like the first Deadpool, you'll like this Deadpool. It's yeah. more Deadpool. Yeah, is that, exactly. It's more of the same of what you liked about the first one. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think the first, yeah, I think the first one was, yeah, it was a little more focused, you know, and a little more cohesive, and it was just focusing on his origin and introducing this character, whereas this one, yeah, you're right, it was bringing in all, you know, all these other characters and all these other plot points and stuff. Um, I still think it worked, and it it still landed, and that's what I like about these movies is like, they're they're unconventional. You know, and I think that the, the fact that they are comic books and they're using comic book elements, that's what makes them unconventional and it works. It's like, it's like, like a Tarantino movie. You know, this like non-linear story structure, how it t- jumps back of time, you know, you know, we're jumping all through this timeline and, uh, the narration or like a, a Scorsese flick, you know, Goodfellas or Wolf on Wall Street where the guy narrates you know, the story, and then all of a sudden you see what he's talking about, and, you know, it's just like this unconventional filmmaking that works, and I think the comic book style works for this type of movie, and that's what I like about these movies, is like, they, 
they're they're not just standard, you know, adapt like the Marvel movies are just adapting with the source material. You know, right. whereas this is they're they're actually taking elements of comic book art and comic book storytelling and interpreting it in a cinematic form, which I love. That's what I like about these movies. Cool. So, like I said, we can move past that now. That was the non-spoiler part. The rest of this is going to be spoiler-filled, and we're going to just dive into it as much as possible. So, actually, I'm just going to jump right to the end of it, Eli. I don't want to ask you a question that was kind of weird to me. Like I said, the spoiler field. Who was the villain of this movie? <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, it was supposed to be the... Who the fuck was that guy? The bald bishop guy or whatever? The, the guy in the, the school? The pedophile guy <laughs> yeah. in school, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, they were the enemy, but you had, I mean, most of the story was, um, now that I think about it, holy shit, I mean, fuck, this is kind of... And, and, and that's <laughs> my thing, see, thinking about that, I was like, okay, there's not a clear-cut answer there. I'm trying yeah. to think, is that is that an advantage for the movie? Is that a yeah. good thing the movie well, is doing? Also brings or is that these, a knock of the movie? Well, it, it also just, for me, it's just, it's just bringing up these sort of themes of, of I guess, people bickering at each other that are supposed to be on the same side. You know, they're supposed to be uniting against the common enemy, but they were, for the most movie, they were divided on. And, um... They were fighting each other, in a sense. And the, 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 I mean, when you think about, like, the, if the bad guy was that bishop who was fucking over all the mutants, you had, uh, he should have been the one they were fighting from the beginning, but most of the movie, they were sort of against the dead cable versus Deadpool, you know, fighting over, you know, how to deal with that problem, you know. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, Deadpool was trying to save that guy. You know, yeah, you know. Now, here, here's here's what I think. Here's my interpretation. I think Cable was still the main villain of the movie. But okay. let, let me let me get to where I'm going. OK, because at the, at the end of the day, a lot of times you, I, won't, I won't say villain. I say antagonist. He was the antagonist of the movie. If that makes any sense. I really yeah, can't say yeah, villain. Pretty much. Yeah. Because at the, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, Deadpool and Cable do have two different ideologies and they were battling ideologies in the movie, you know. Yeah. Cable feel, I mean, Deadpool feel like he can save this guy. Uh, Cable didn't feel like he could save this kid, or like that. And that's that's another really knocking movie. I hated that fucking kid, Brofist, <laughs> whatever his name was. I was like, every time, I, at first I thought he was just like a one time thing in the movie that was in him, he was gonna move on. But they kept showing him again and showing him again. I'm like, oh, okay, he he's a thing. Okay, <laughs> so I got I got sick every time he was in the movie. I like get rid of this kid. I hated that they made him the whole point of the movie because I felt like the movie did, you know, drag it down for me, but whatever, that's beside the point. Deadpool and Cable were battling ideologies. Now, in any other movie, when a hero and antagonist have different ideologies, of course, they fight it out. Like Black Panther, you know, the child and Killmonger had different ideologies and they talked about the different ideologies and how to go about this thing, but at the same time, they also had a fist fight to go along with it. But Deadpool and Cable didn't do that at the end. They had different ideologies and basically Deadpool beat Cable by making him see his way. And I, honestly, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of cool that that wasn't a clear-cut villain in this movie. Uh, I guess, yeah. So I thought I, mean, I thought that was pretty cool with that. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, mean, I like the fact that, uh, that, that it was uh, 
that Cable was, I mean, he, he was the antagonist, but he wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't a villain. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at Deadpool's motivations, like, he was really only, he was, I mean, he was really trying to help him, or help everybody, or help this kid, because he felt he needed to, I mean, impress his dead girlfriend or something. Like, you know, I mean, he had those. I, I, th- I think it was, I think it was deeper than that. I think it was deeper than that. I mean, yeah, you could say Britain trying to impress the dead. Spoilers, girlfriend died. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come back to that too. But I think what happened was that Deadpool was just trying to feel an empty void in his life. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was. Like, with, with the kid, not only the kid, with the X-Force. Yeah, and this is just, uh, like, when you're looking, because I mean, it's Deadpool's story, and he shunned togetherness. He didn't want to be a part of the X-Men, and he didn't want to want to be involved in any team. He was always kind of out for himself. The only one he really cared about was his girlfriend, and um, when she was taken away, he was he was left empty, and he couldn't he felt he couldn't go on. And when I think about you know, the part where the guy who killed his girlfriend, <laughs> when he ran out into the street and caught mm-hmm. him, and then hugged right. him, <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? And then but he hugged him because so he could get hit by a car, like a truck right. came and hit them both. But then you realize that, like, Deadpool was trying to fucking kill himself along with. I mean, the guy. you don't you don't realize it at the time, but yeah. yeah, that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, and and um, which is pretty dark. I mean, and in this whole time, he, you know, the, he's he is sort of suicidal, and that is sort of selfish. Um, and, and the thing, and that's another reason I give the movie uh credit for that too, because they took a they they play it off as comedy, but it's a really dark scene. Like the first thing he does is that. He takes up a bowl full of cocaine and tries to kill himself, you know, yeah. because of his dead girlfriend. And we laugh at all stuff like that. But no, that's some serious shit. The entire movie, he's trying to die. That's his thing. Yeah. And he's trying to be because he wants to be with his dead girlfriend. And yeah. she keeps telling him, you're the hard side in the right place. You have to, you know, essentially become a better person, become selfless, you know, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yeah, like. Like at the end, I mean, spoilers, you know, at the end when he does end up dying and again goes to that spirit world or whatever you want to call it, and he finds her again and he meets her and she tells him it's not his time. Like I actually got, I got bummed out. Like, oh man, and I felt bad for him. You know, and then when I thought about it, I'm like, holy shit, I feel bad because he's got to stay alive. And I thought, holy shit, that's so fucking dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, like damn, he found I'm, peace. Right? I'm bum. I'm yeah. He finally got to be with his girlfriend, but you know he can't be with his girlfriend. But you know, it's like so. I'm, here I am. I'm bummed out because he's not dying. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I thought he was trying to find peace, and you know, that's gonna be a. I thought there was gonna be a happy ending if he died. You know. Yeah, and I'm like, and when I thought about it, wow, that's kind of twisted. That I actually feel bad that he's actually surviving. But you know, when but then. As it, as it goes on, you find out, you know, if I'm going to get theological uh, or, you know, my comment on religion or whatever, it's like why I mean, people sort of live their lives to, you know, by the sort set of rules because they, they want to guarantee when they are no longer alive, when they die, that they go to this better place. And I, almost, I always been like, well, why don't you just make life now your heaven? You know what I mean? <laughs> and 
Well, I mean, for some some religions, that is the the point of like, yeah. you know, yeah, and um, and I'm like, so he, so him not dying, him surviving, gives him that chance to, you know, make his life perfect and heaven like, whatever. Because then he does get the time thing, and he does bring her back and do all this shit, and he also became a better person in the, you know, during that, you know, right? Because he learned it wasn't all about him. Yeah. You know, by sacrificing himself, by saving that kid, he learned to, you know, that family, that family was, wasn't just the F word, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that, that, which I, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, like, holy shit, this is going deeper than I, you know, than face value than what I just. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm thing. talking about it. I'm thinking the same thing too. Like, okay, it actually has some themes to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to watch it again. again. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah, hey, I mean, Google. turn off Bluetooth. Oh, <laughs> I cut that bitch off, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, where were we were before? Okay, there's a theory online that I read this online about Vanessa. Okay. Okay. Apparently, Vanessa was dead. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let, like let me Thanos explain death, it. Like Thanos' death? Yes, Thanos' death. Yes, Thanos' death. Yes. <laughs> because in the comics, Thanos is not the only one in love with death. Deadpool is in love with death also. But the thing is, he can't die, so he can't be with her. Oh, okay. But the thing is, death doesn't love Thanos. She friend zones Thanos, <laughs> but she really loves Deadpool. That'd be funny. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it has some crazy comics and shit like like Thanos versus De- uh, Deadpool versus Thanos where they fought over death or some shit. And Dan- Thanos just did like the most gruesome shit to Deadpool possible, but he can't die anyway, so or whatever. So I thought it was pretty cool. So basically, kind of work death into there, you know. And at first, I thought they were you know doing like the same old re- women in the refrigerator thing they did with Vanessa, like they're doing all every other comic book girlfriend like Gwen Stacy or some bullshit or Batgirl, but. Actually, like how they did, they didn't just kill her off and just do it. She was still a plot point in the movie. Yeah, still a character in the movie. So I, I was cool with that, you know. Yeah, and I so. mean, I was, I mean, I was a little surprised that she died at the beginning. And then, and it then it the was cre- shocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the credits rolled. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then the credits kept going. Like, wait, what the hell? Did they really just do that? You know. Yeah. And it, but it added, you know, weight to the movie overall. Yeah, you know, it didn't just feel like okay, this is gonna be another just slapstick comedy because the first Deadpool wasn't like that. It had some weight and emotion, so they gave us weight and emotion with this also, with you know, with uh Deadpool and him teaming with everybody. Now let, let's go now. Like I said, we talked about Deadpool. Let's talk about some of the other new additions. Like I said, this they put the money in these guys. So let's start with Cable. What you think about Cable? I thought he was cool. I thought he looked awesome. Like I that that mechanical arm he had, I thought looked fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I know he's supposed to be bigger, like this big, giant, hulking mass of a dude. Well, the but, movie makes fun of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it did. So yeah, <laughs> but but I I thought he did great. I thought it was awesome. And I thought his guns were cool and his powers were cool, and <laughs> you know. So you you don't have a problem with that? You feel like they were ripping off Terminator a little bit too much? Well, the I entire th- the movie was I always thought that way. I always thought, yeah, Cable was kind of like the Terminator. Only done right, like a Terminator, a Terminator sequel that we deserved. 
you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, in the, you're right. In the comics, that's all he was was a Terminator. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. of course, the movie making the cable movie, yeah, they're going to, like, it was, I count at least about three blatant Terminator references in that oh, yeah. movie. We called him John Connor plot, at one point. The John Connor thing. I mean, the yeah. entire plot was Terminator. Yeah. You know, him going back to time to kill a kid and shit like that. But, you know, just him walking around, you know, uh, finding the two dudes and he took the, uh, took the pickup truck. And what else? He was in the hotel room loading up guns and shit, you know, and then he went to the to the prison. It was just like Arnold was going through there and just killing cops and shit like that. All oh, that shit was like straight Terminator. So okay. I, I was I was cool with that. I realized that the movie realized that the movie called it out on that. So that's cool. But that's another thing I want to ask you, Eli. Does it give a pass if the movie acknowledges it's doing shit? I, I mean, is, does that give it a pass for doing it? Yeah, I think because that's the type of story it is. I mean, that's the type of character he is, and what he's he's what the comics do. You know, the co- you know he breaks the fourth wall and addresses the audience and makes all these meta references and meta jokes. And I, I that that's what it is, and I think that that's what this movie is trying to do. I think it's doing that. It's blatantly trying to do that. Yeah, and and, and I did like that because Josh Brolin was the straight man. It's just like in the comics where Cable's the straight man. Deadpool is the goofy dude, and they play off each other. And they did it in this movie also, like Cable was a straight man, and he was pretty much there just for Deadpool to make fun of him, yeah. which was cool because we expect this tough guy, like these guys right out of the DC universe, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it was funny watching watch this guy walk around in a Deadpool, and Deadpool just making fun of him the entire time. It's like okay, he a lot of times Deadpool or even Ryan Reynolds was saying stuff that we were thinking. Like to the entire movie, he wasn't just saying just random man shit. He was saying stuff we were thinking. I I thought that was pretty cool the entire time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got? Okay, what'd you think about what'd you think about the other edition, Domino, the the controversial edition? I thought she was cool. I wish there was a little more of her. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I mean, they like, said they they reshot some scenes to add some more in or whatever like that, you know. But yeah, and like um, like I like I said, I'm, I was not never too familiar with their powers. I wasn't exactly sure how they worked. Um, especially when we read that, you know, the, the new Domino book, the new, the Gail Simone book that she's doing now, where I was like, I, I always thought she was just a good shot, you know, that she could just shoot anything, and, you know, and just always hit, you know, even when she was looking or not, just a lucky shot. That's what I thought her power was. I, I never right. knew she could, you know, final destination everything. <laughs> so, right. You know, <laughs> So that's what I thought, I thought was that was cool. pretty cool. That was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie when she was yeah. doing that stuff. So yeah, and it was just funny, was you know, when yeah. when yeah, when when Deadpool was saying your power is not cinematic, it doesn't work on screen, and she had all this shit blowing up around her in the uh, yeah. in the highway and stuff like that, yeah. and he doesn't see the stuff that's going on. Like yeah, that's pretty cinematic with the stuff she's doing right there. So uh, yeah, like I said, loves Zazie B, loves stuff she's doing. I do feel like that when she was on screen, not. Actually, blowing up shit like that. She's on screen, just in banter motion. I felt like she was a step behind Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin, cause like those, I feel like those guys were here, you know, with each other. And I felt like she was kind of like a little step under, like not compete with them. Like I felt like she wasn't even on the same level as uh T.J. Miller, you know. Oh yeah. I, I, that's how I felt like. I felt like her screen presence didn't quite match up to everybody else in there, screen presence wise. But like I said, action-wise, I feel like they they did the most creative stuff with her in the movie. Like I said, with the Final Destination stuff and just her luck power is using where none of the stuff is working around her and 
So I felt that work. Her look, I felt like her work, her look did work in the movie, especially with it as minus zany stuff going on there. And she kind of sticks out visually, you know. So yeah. I like that about her. I, I will compare her to another female character that I that I felt that did a better job than what she was doing. And this goes back to Gal Gadot. Okay. You know, because like I said, this movie really did feel like BVS done right. You know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> almost exact same plot. You know, uh, female third wheel popping up, and I feel like Domino shows up. I'm like, she's fine, but she wasn't a scene stealer like Gal Gadot was. I feel like towards the end. In that movie, Gal Gadot stole the movie only because the movie fucking sucked around her. So she had no choice but to you know, hold the movie together. But I feel like Domino did what she did. She wasn't bad. And I feel like she held her own. I just feel like she didn't steal the movie like everybody else is saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, I don't think she was. Yeah, she stole the movie. But she was definitely the more comic booky. One of the more comic booky elements as far as for mm-hmm. the film was. Cinematic wise. Because I felt like the action was like really gritty and raw. I mean, I, I know because of the guy from John Wick, you know, directed this one. So you can definitely tell the, right. the action styles were more raw and gritty, whereas, like, the first movie, that was more graceful and, you know what I mean? It was more video game, you know, where you could see the, the details mm-hmm. more. and It was more graceful, you know. Whereas this one was just brutal. <laughs> the violence was just more brutal. Yeah, like the other one felt like they were dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I agree with you on that one. Now, that being said, let's talk about the other other characters that was in there that was a surprise. And this is actually why I gave the movie we went from a four to a four point five with this one. Let's talk about the X Force. <laughs> like that 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 shocked the shit out of me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the funny thing about it, like I said, spoiler, the X Force dies. Like yeah, immediately like, before like, the fight, before the mission even yeah, starts, you know. Like while they're parachuting down. <laughs> <laughs> And they all die like gruesome, like the most gruesome. <laughs> it was so hilarious, like just. It really was. I top, wasn't expecting yeah. to come in. Uh, the Vanisher was the one that shocked me the most. Yeah. Because they kept that, saying the Vanisher. I'm like, okay, there's no Vanisher here. There's no guy here to vanish. And it turns about, and you saw who the Vanisher was, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Brad Pitt. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, but it happened so quick, people didn't realize, like, wait, well, who was that? Was that Brad Pitt? You know, and you realize until you watch the end credits, and we stayed to the end credits, and we saw the vanisher, yes, Brad Pitt, so he was there the entire time. So, like, yeah. whoa, okay, that well, just funny. blew my mind. It was funny, just like when they introduce him, like, oh, you're the vanisher, there's nobody there. So you think that they're just right. joking, but then when they're on the uh-huh. plane, and you actually see the parachute backpack kind of just sit- sitting there like oh there is a guy an invisible guy in there like, <laughs> and then if you see it the, the, when they skydive and you see just the parachute backpack just in the air it's just right it kind of like <laughs> scoots out of the side yeah oh man so yeah the x-boys that was that was hilarious because that was just a, such a shocking scene and they they did a fake out with that also just like they did with infinity war when they shot fake scenes in the trailer mm-hmm. they did the same thing with x-boys because in the trailers, they had the X-Force fighting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but in this one, they just died immediately. So you're like, wait, 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 what what the hell just happened, you know? So that that was shocking, so everybody didn't see that coming. Especially with Peter, you just knew Peter was going to live through this. Like, okay, the rest of these guys are going to die. Peter's going to live. No, Peter, <laughs> Peter was the only one that landed yeah. and still died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by, by getting Zeitgeist. puked on by Zeitgeist. 
<laughs> right. I like I like how Shatterstar died and, and Deadpool gave no shits whatsoever. You know, but I never liked that guy anyway. <laughs> because now that I think about it, now I remember, when I remember Shatterstar in the comics, he was very similar to Deadpool too. It just felt like they were almost interchangeable with you. They were both like two sword guys, assassins and shit like that. Yeah. So I can imagine him, you know, just not liking that guy when he sees me like, okay, you think you're me, you know, just nah, you gotta die. So I can see both of them not working on the team together. So that was awesome. It was also awesome. Like, if you didn't know who Domino was, you think she probably died, too. But like I said, her lucky powers, you know, basically made it so she lives. You know? Yeah. And so uh, another question I want to ask you about. Okay, like I said, we're getting to that one. We talked about exports. Let's talk about the surprise guy in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah that, that is, was, that, yeah, that was surprising. <laughs> well, it wasn't for me because somebody spoiled it for me. Oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just looked online. Man, it wasn't even somebody spoiled it. It was an article that spoiled it, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, but anyway, the person we're talking about is the Juggernaut. Juggernaut yeah. was in, in the movie, and this wasn't whatever the fuck Last Stand was. This was like the Juggernaut, how you expect Juggernaut to be. I'm know? the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> exactly, that one. <laughs> Especially he was like, I'm going to rip you in half. Man, you thought he was just joking, right? Like, no, he actually ripped him in half, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shit he said the Colossus had me cracking up he said I'm gonna melt you down and turn you into a cock ring <laughs> yeah I think that was the part for one of the parts I like busted out laughing <laughs> yeah I was like he said what <laughs> okay. so yeah so I was loving Juggernaut in there I will say the Juggernaut CGI was kind of uh, but like I said it's that type of movie you just yeah. you know just let it go you know especially since like I said it's another thing that Deadpool makes fun of yeah he even said CGI fight you know <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like I said, he he made fun of Juggernaut. Juggernaut was there. That voice actor, I remember the voice actor, but I can't remember who he was, but like that. And and the funny thing was, Deadpool's reaction to Juggernaut was our reaction to Juggernaut. Oh, Juggernaut, you're here. I'm such a big fan. I remember you from X Men, <laughs> blah blah blah, one twenty three. And it's shit we're thinking, but it's safe. I like no Deadpool. You're in the movie. You have to concentrate. You know. I love it when Domino saw Juggernaut and she was like, Nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or how they killed them i was like i thought it was fucking i saw some people bitching about it but i was like i thought that was fucking hilarious <laughs> oh yeah they like stuck the electricity up and plus i don't think he's dead anyway i think they just took him out but, <laughs> yeah, but whatever yeah, yeah they stuck the wire in his ass like just, just the fact that you saw juggernaut's ass like <laughs> Right, because <laughs> you wouldn't see that in a regular movie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just saying stuff like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick you up his ass, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was I was loving Juggernaut in that. And that's the thing, like, you can't do that stuff in a regular X-Men movie, or like, any, not the way they do. Yeah, or any comic book or Marvel's never going to do <laughs> They can't do stuff like that, I mean, right? We, they can only do that in we got a little bit of Hulk ass. We got a little bit of Hulk ass in Thor right now, but... <laughs> They're right. not going to stick anything in it like they did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or just have them saying the stuff that Juggernaut was saying in there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's or I'm just saying just, you know, just having Juggernaut that size, that big and huge like that. Like they wouldn't have Juggernaut because they try to paint this realistic world. You know, they try to grind everything in these X-Men movies. Yeah. And Deadpool don't give a shit. You know, I'm going to just do everything the way, you know, how I want to do it. You know, that's why Colossus looks so good in these movies versus what he did in the other movies. Yeah. So, so I was loving it. Oh, let's talk about some of the jokes. All right, like I said, there were like jokes a mile a minute on there. Can you give me your favorite joke? Oh, that was in there. I, I, I mean, I can't remember right now, but that cock ring joke was pretty funny. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know the what the Winnie the Pooing it that that the Winnie oh, yeah. the Pooh scene was I I was like I was the I, indecent I, proposal yeah yeah I was laughing my ass like the whole theater was cracking up that I I got to see it again just to hear what all they were saying <laughs> but yeah yeah that that was great I, I was like oh man yeah I don't know man there, it was there so was money one joke I think there was one joke I think a lot of people missed and it was actually a callback to the last movie. Like, remember when uh, he told Blind Al, he told the Al, if something ever happens to me, I under the, under the stairs, I have $100,000 and a cure for blindness. And no, she said I had $100,000 of cocaine and a cure for blindness. Yeah, I mean, I He did. actually had cocaine and a cure for blindness in there in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I did, but I did see that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn, that's a callback to the old movie. You know, I was, it was, that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, before I get to this joke, one thing, this I, this I, I knew Juggernaut was in the movie because Black Tom Cassidy was in the movie. Okay, oh! Now, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, like I said, for those that don't know in the comic books, actually, like, Black Tom Cassie and Juggernaut are like a, a one-two combo, like a deal. Yeah. Like, if you see one, you see the other. They're always running around together and stuff like that. Matter if you watch the I'm the Juggernaut bitch, that's Tom Black Tom Cassie in there. Okay. You know, the other guy, you know, doing all the stuff with Juggernaut like that. So that was... So that was watching him in the movie. That was a dead giveaway that Juggernaut was in, and I think the movie knew that. They were like, "If you know Black Tom Cast, you know Juggernaut is there." You know, but just the fact what they did with Black Tom Cast was just funny as hell. Having him like some some white rapper or some shit like that, you know. So I'm like, okay, with white dude with dreads, okay, that's kind of funny. And yeah. that was the shit that made almost made me choke on my popcorn when they killed Black Tom Cast. Yeah, and when or, or when he kept saying, kept calling Cable racist for. Right, that shit right there, that shit had me dying. That shit almost killed me, man, when he said this shit. Like, because the funny thing, they were fighting, and then when they shot Black Tom Cassidy, the music stopped. Like, everybody just looked, and then they were like, Cable, hey, you just shot Black Tom. You racist motherfucker. I yeah. was like, oh, man, I'm dying. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was. That, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. So, oh, the other shit with, uh, with, with Domino, what he called a Black Black Widow. I thought yeah, that shit black, was funny. Yeah, Black Black Widow, that was funny. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think some other shit that was funny. Oh, uh, and that's another thing about like the the characters that we liked in this movie. They got they took a back seat, like like Negus on a teenage warhead. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I was I was wanting to see more of her, or just like the dynamic. I like I want to see like how was it? What's your name? Marco? Yukio? Yurio? Yeah, I, I yeah, like how she was all like cheery, high weight and. That shit had me laughing every time. I don't know why it had me laughing every time. And Negasonic would just sat there sulking. So I was like, right. I, like I want to see more scenes of them three. Just, right. just interacting. There was and one shit. joke that had me laughing that nobody else laughed at, man. When uh, when, when Deadpool called her Fox and Friends. I thought this shit was oh, funny yeah. as hell. But nobody <laughs> else laughed at that. I thought this shit was funny as hell. I, no, our the- my theater busted. We, we, we all laughed. I mean, yeah. I okay, mean, my, my theater was quite. I, you know, it was a few <laughs> scenes in this movie I was laughing by myself. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. You no, know, the fox. Uh, the fox, yeah. fox yeah. yeah, the fox and friends uh, joke landed here. Well, well, I'm in a blue state, so that's. <laughs> okay, maybe that's why I'm in a red state, so people probably didn't get anything like that. You know, <laughs> at least at least in the funny. cities we're blue. Uh, you go outside, it's all yeah, it's all rednecks and shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, our, that theater, yeah, the theater I was in laughed when, yeah, the Fox and Prince joke landed, landed, out, landed in here. 
<laughs> okay. Now I want to talk about the, like the, the deep cut jokes, the nerd jokes that. Yeah. Now one thing I do would say the movie I felt like, and I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I think the movie rely on like the the cracking jokes on the other cinematic universe on Marvel and DC a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. That's my thing, but it worked for me. You know. Yeah. Pretty much every one of the jokes worked, even though I kind of knew it got to a point that I kind of knew they were gonna make this joke. I knew they were gonna make a Winter Soldier joke or a Hawkeye joke or. You know, a Martha joke or something like that. I do that. remember the Hawkeye joke. Right. But it was funny. It know? was. It was funny, so I let them pass it like that. But the jokes that got me were the Rob Liefeld jokes. That's the shit that I wasn't expecting there because, like, nobody else is going to get these jokes. Like, when yeah. you said about Domino, he was like, Domino, luck is not a power. Who would even think of a stupid-ass power like that? It's probably some cocky motherfucker that can't draw feet. You know? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I remember the I no like, feet wait, line, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the no feel I like, wait, you can't tell that joke. Nobody would understand that joke, you know. But he said the joke anyway. Or even when Cable had all the pouches and shit like that and he pulled out, you know, chapstick in the in, in the That was a pouch joke. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, they're really deep diving into this stuff like that. So I, I gave the movie credit just for even just giving us jokes like that because you can expect jokes like that in a movie like this. So I think that was another that was another part where I can't remember what the fuck Cable said to him. But then Deadpool's like, well, the fact that you said oh, that to he me. said, I want to, I want to make a proposition or something. Yeah, like yeah. While well, you were putting on chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man. <laughs> oh man, that, that was sad. So it, it was some funny jokes in there. Uh, cable, and that, that's like when when the movie started off and it was just Deadpool by himself. I feel like, okay, we're kind of going through the same. Deadpool shit again. But when they started adding Cable and X-Force and Domino and stuff like that, that's when the movie started to, to work for me. You know, mm-hmm. personally. So that's when the movie started taking off. And I, and I was loving it from there. Oh, uh, I forgot to tell you, like, the, yeah, the, my, my theater started applauding the Minneapolis joke. <laughs> what Minneapolis joke? There was, a, where they were talking about a glory hole in a Minneapolis bathroom. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I, I must have missed that joke. I yeah. remember something about a glory hole. Yeah, glory hole in the bathroom at the Minneapolis airport. And that's referring to one, I can't remember which politician it was. Some years back got caught oh, in the Minneapolis airport, <laughs> like tapping his foot under the stall, trying to like proposition somebody. And oh wow! So when that when they told that joke here, my theater, everyone started shooting. <laughs> I didn't know he was actually referencing a real thing. I think he was. Just, I thought he was just naming just a random place, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got it here. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, Minneapolis is a, is a crazy place. Uh, another joke that kind of got me. Well, uh, like when he was saying with Shatterstar and Shatterstar saying he was from Mojo World and stuff like that. He like, so what are your powers? Anything you can do, I can do better. I'm just better than you, you know. And then Deadpool was like, well, I'm gonna go to a shitty planet and I'm gonna I'm gonna just be their Superman. And then T.J. Miller said, you mean like Canada? And that's like, because honestly, I, I don't think Ryan Reynolds saw that joke coming. I, I think that was an ad lib. I really do. Yeah. Because some of the shit Ryan you Reynolds said, is, yeah, there were some lines that you said that really cracked me up, too. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was some enjoy. And that's the thing about, like I said, the movie was, to me, funnier than the first. Even though the first one had so many lines, I feel like this one did have so many jokes in it. I don't think I caught all the jokes in it because it was so many, like, visual gags in the two that you had to catch, too. So it was like, clever with the jokes and just uh, it, it was like no joke was left unturned every joke that you thought would be said in this it was said Thanos joke 
the one eye will like you called out from the <laughs> one eye will you know. yeah. right <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that, so, that's what it seems it, like they were fo- they were go- like they knew comedy worked in the first one so yes we're going to make this a comedy first and foremost let's make it a comedy and and yeah that's what they pushed and that's what makes these movies work. Like I said, they are they're not like the Marvel movies where they're they're movies and but they inject comedy. No, these are comedies first. That's the, mm-hmm. the main rule of these movies. Everything else is second. That's why I think that's why you can't be too hard on it for the other stuff it doesn't do right. Like you can say about plot structure. And the thing I say about plot structure one time, because I do feel like something happened in the movie that was just weird as hell. Like Wade was talking to TJ Miller, whoever his name character is, and the very next scene, TJ Miller was kidnapped by cable. They didn't show yeah. how he was kidnapped by Cable, how he got kidnapped by Cable, and then when that scene ended, he's back with Wade. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no explanation whatsoever. Now, in a different movie, that would have pissed me off. So, like, you just, you just can't just do shit like that yeah. for no reason. But in Deadpool, you're just like, nah, whatever. Just, nah. just go. If it was a Star Wars movie, there'd be a comic book series and novels and a video game, and then 20 years from now, they make a movie about that. <laughs> exactly. That one scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this shit in, see, uh, in uh, the Force, not the yeah, the Force Awakens. I have a red arm. Don't you want to know how I got my red arm? You know. Yeah. Actually, that comic was... book is awesome. I read that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? See, you're buying into the propaganda. <laughs> but it was great. That was a great fucking. It's only a one shot. <laughs> it was only one issue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It works, people. It works. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't give a shit. But the, the point is. There was all these time jumps, and we didn't give a shit. We were just – it just works. And that's what I've said. That's what I liked about this – like this unconventional storytelling. You know, it, it worked. It was – we didn't care what happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's as long as the joke landed, which which I'm fine with it. Like I said, because the jokes were landing. Let me ask you this. Like I said, since since Josh Brolin was in this movie to play Cayman, he just played Thanos two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like there was some some bleed over with that? A little bit. There was there was one point where he was talking. I'm like, he sounds like Thanos right now. Yeah, because he was like, because you can see his face. You know, he was talking and a character yeah. listening, and you're like, damn, it does sound like Thanos. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that was tips or not. Plus, Deadpool made a Thanos joke, but he made a Thanos joke in the in the trailer, so we knew that was coming. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, it was a lot of good stuff in the movie. I want them to make an X-Force movie. We don't know how to do it. Uh, let's talk about the, the end credit scene. Oh, yeah. The end credit scenes were awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember everything what happened. Okay, so what happened was basically Negus 19 Warhead or Yukio Cameron, one of them, one, they fixed Cable's time slide, his, his teleporting time thing or whatever like that. I can't yeah. remember what you call it. But they didn't give it to Cable. They gave it to Deadpool. Yeah. And Deadpool just went in the past and just did whatever he wanted to. And basically, he basically retconned the entire movie. Yeah. He saved his girlfriend. Um, right. Then he goes back. He saved his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Then he goes back and, like, fucking kills the Deadpool from the Wolverine movie. (laughs) (laughs) Empty the clip in him. I thought that shit was funny. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and then the Green Lantern. Yep, the Green Lantern one. He uh, back in 2011, Ryan Reynolds gets the script, and he's like, "Yes, this is gonna change my life." He just shoots him in the head before he can finish the script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing. I think DC may have felt a little way about that one. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. You sent yeah, me they that tweet. <laughs> yeah, let me read that tweet because they actually sent a tweet to him, and I'm gonna see if I can find that. Uh, 
basically what they said is uh, they have a picture of Tomar Ray. I think that's the name of the Green Lantern, the alien Green Lantern was in the movie. And he says, sorry, you know, Ryan Reynolds, we need the ring back. Now, he has a response to it. I think the response was, well, if, if the ring was a nouveau ring, we wouldn't be in this mess to begin with. You know, some, something crazy like that, you know. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Ryan Reynolds really, really hates that Green Lantern movie. I, I can tell. <laughs> and the Deadpool movie. I can tell about that also. So those are probably the two biggest regrets he had in his career. So I thought it was funny. Uh, Eli, they said there was another scene that they were going to shoot, but they said they made him cut it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, I don't know if this is the scene that made a complete rumor, but apparently Chris Evans was supposed to be in this movie. Oh, really? As a cameo. But he was going to play the Human Torch. Oh, no shit. That would have been funny. That's what they said. I don't know how true this is. You know how the, 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 the internet is. I don't know, but they said Chris Evans was going to be in it. He's going to play the Human Torch. But all I do know, and this is for a fact, that Disney made him cut a scene. Because oh, really? he was making fun of Disney doing something, so they made him cut a scene or take out a joke or something like that. So I, I thought that was pretty funny. But that would have been funny if Chris Evans showed up playing Johnny Storm doing something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Making a joke. So, yeah, overall, like I said, Deadpool was, was a really funny movie. I don't see myself going back to seeing it again. I think once is enough, especially since these movies coming back to back to back to back. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I got to see yeah, fucking solos this weekend. Solos this weekend. Honestly, I, I really had to think, was I even going to see Deadpool this weekend? <laughs> uh, but somebody called me up and they were like, hey, let's go see Deadpool. I was good. Because other than that, I was just like, you know, well, let's just talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been different. You would have loved it, Eli. <laughs> For an hour. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh shoot! I think well, you, you can any, talk anything? about Agents of Shield if I can talk about Legion. <laughs> nah, that's okay. <laughs> we're not we're not there yet. So. <laughs> uh, shoot! Yeah, anything left we got to talk about this movie? Or I think we got it, man. It's I want to see. You know what? Like, I, some, I, I do want to. Huh? There is something else I want to talk about. Okay. About this movie. Okay, like I said, we talked about the movie. The movie, the movie, the movie, the movie. Done. In the can. Hitting its numbers. What do you think about the future of Deadpool? Yeah, who knows, man. I mean, I would. I wish they would continue. At least one more. Just do a trilogy. You know? And then... But I don't know. With the whole Disney thing, I don't know. Because you, like you were saying, you, they're not going to let this shit... Kevin Feige ain't going to let this shit slide at Marvel. <laughs> right. I mean, because the thing is, this is these movies are Fox's biggest hits. Yeah. You know, are rated R or PG thirteen, whatever. That's their biggest hits. But at Disney, this shit is a drop in the bucket. You yeah. know, like people are going crazy over Deadpool's numbers, but Deadpool's numbers compared to the other Marvel movies, MCU movies, they're really not that impressive. It's probably like in the halfway mark, somewhere like that. But all we know, and I have a strong feeling that Ant Man and the Wasp might beat these numbers. Yeah, and that's sad. You know, that's sad. I mean, because and when it all boils down to it, I mean, you were talking about an R-rated movie that's banned in China. China market is just as big as ours. Yeah. So that's huge. And that may, you know, that may be why Kevin Feige might not want to continue his Deadpool franchise. Even Ryan Reynolds thinking that Deadpool franchise might be dead. Like, he doesn't think a Deadpool 3 is going to happen. Like, he's, yeah. he's on a record and said, said this. I would love for another one of these movies to happen. Who knows? Give me an X Force movie, but I don't know. 
we we don't we don't know what's gonna happen with these movies. All I know is that hey, he gave us two movies, awesome movies. We you can play them back to back, and if we get a third one, it's cool. But if not, hey, he gave us this. He fought his ass off to get us these. And yeah, I mean the fact you, that they exist is pretty pretty monumental. <laughs> right, movies that the studios didn't want to make. You know, yeah. they had to go out on a limb to make. You know, and the fact that so, they were true to the character and that they took the chances that they took. The bold decision. Right. These movies got balls. I mean, not only are they just violent and, and raunchy, but it's making fun of every of what's what's in vogue right now. It's making fun of comic right. book movies when comic book movies are the thing right now, and that's that's like got some balls to just poke fun at <laughs> at this shit right now. But it works, and that's that's why I love them. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and that's the thing because Ryan Reynolds actually got got screenwriter credit on this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he has freedom on these movies to do what he wants to. If when when Marvel buys it, this, buys this shit, he's not gonna have that type of freedom. No, to just say and just do whatever he wants to. But Fox lets him say and do what he wants to because he makes the money. You know, and that's why this is the the negative side of the the Fox Disney thing. Just Disney just buying everything and everything thing being under their regime because having different movies under different studios give you different types of movies. Yeah. If they're all in the same umbrella, you're gonna get the same movies cranking them out over and over again. I mean, if there's one thing, yeah, I mean, the third act becomes another third act superhero flick where it's just action and kicking ass again that we've seen before. It becomes right. standard. Right, Deadpool super- will fight an evil Deadpool with the same powers. Yeah. Pool dead or some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean that's what happens in this movie too. It's just standard superhero fare. But what sets this movie apart from the others is, be- is the fact that it's a comedy. The fact that it's rated R and it takes chances and and you know and is true to the character. And I don't I don't think you know I mean Marvel's got a, f- a they've got a, f- a, f- a formula that works and we like what they're doing and it's fine. But it's you know, they're most of their movies are pretty forgettable. They got 19 fucking movies. You know, right. <laughs> you know, in 10 years, that's it's crazy. Right, he's cranking them out. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of them are forgettable. There's very few that I actually watch more than once. And, and whereas like Deadpool, I'm still. I watched the first Deadpool the other night, and I'm still seeing shit that I haven't seen before. I watched it the other night. I never knew noticed Rob Liefeld in the bar at the beginning. <laughs> he wasn't, and his name is you know in the Deadpool they name names are gonna cross off. His name is in one of those names also. Yeah, I so. saw that. I noticed that. I noticed Rob L or or R Life like in the beginning credits and all that shit. But I watched it yeah. the other night. I was like, Rob Liefeld sitting in the bar next to him. I was like, holy shit! I never <laughs> saw that. Before. I think he even says it. Did he say his name in there or something? Something, yeah. And I was, I'm saying, I'm still watching this shit. I've watched this. The first Deadpool, thousands of times now. I love it, but I'm still seeing shit, you know. Yeah, and let's let's talk about Rob Liefeld for a second, because Rob Liefeld like is promoting the hell out this movie. So what I'm wondering is, does he get points off this movie? Because let's let's go back to Infinity War with Jim Starlin. He had to buy his own damn ticket to go see the movie, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously he's not getting points off of it. So it makes you wonder why is Lightfield promoting this movie? So maybe he's got some kind of deal with Marvel he didn't have before. I don't know, you know. Mm, Yeah, but uh, if if he did, hey, that's that's a good deal he's got working. I mean, this is maybe when Fox bought it, they brought him in or something. I I mean, it was what launched him. I mean, because you remember the. Remember those old Levi commercials? He was on 
an old Levi's commercial with Spike Lee. Remember? I don't know if you remember that shit. The, I do uh, not remember that shit. Yeah, Spike Lee like did a series of commercials for Levi's where he interviewed different celebrities that wore Levi's jeans, and one of them was Rob Liefeld. I remember that. Like, have you created X Force? He's like, yep. And he like interviews a little bit of Rob Liefeld. When did you start drawing comics? And this was, of course, back in you know whenever it was ninety ninety one. You know, just before yeah. the image boom, you know what I mean? And yeah, because I think Lightfield was like on Jay Leno back in the nineties, some shit like that. Like he one of the guests, you know. Yeah, when comic like him and Jim Lee were like the celebrity or celebrity comic book creators, was like, it was like <laughs> unheard of at right. the time, you know. <laughs> you know, so, I think Marvel does it on purpose to not create a culture of celebrity artists anymore because they don't want this shit to happen. With them, the same shit to happen with with ninety. Oh, I'm so big, I can just leave. You know. Yeah. Nowadays, these guys write the books. You don't even know their names. <laughs> yeah. Because they're writing. They're yeah. writing for every other company. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. So I, I, I guess Rob Liefeld is making points off these movies. If he is, that is awesome because, as far as I can tell, no other artist has been making it. Like I said, Lynn Wein died. Uh, what last year? Something like that. Yeah. Earlier this year. Yeah. Made Wolverine. But, he yeah. wasn't out there promoting like that. No. I don't even think his name was even in the credits. And anywhere, he hated you know? the fact that they were giving him origin stories. Like, he hated Wolverine origin, and he hated the fact that they kept, that he became as big as he did, because he thought of him, he's like the mystery about him, you know? <laughs> yeah, because they kept adding more, he's this guy, he was in Civil yeah. War, and all stuff like that. And yeah. Like, nah, he just liked it when he was mysterious. Yeah. I think when he did add his stuff to Wolverine, I think it did take away from the character overall, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's how I feel about that. But, yeah, like I said, Deadpool, awesome movie. Uh, okay, now, Eli, do we have anything else to add? I think we got it. <laughs> I think we got it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else after that. Like I said, if you, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, like I said, we have our other, we have our sister podcast, Geek Savs. Maybe they'll do another Deadpool spoiler review on there. Who knows? We got, uh, Instruments of Destruction, where they talk about, I don't really know, but they, they love it, whatever they talk about on there. Uh, we got this Geeks and Comics. You got Ryan K. David. You got Get Valiant. You got Comic Cash. You got Hoodoo TV. So many podcasts on our network. Definitely listen to all of them because they're going to give you their own opinion about what they think about it also. They may give you an opinion about Deadpool also may be completely different than what we think about it. You just never know. Um, that being said, I am Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week with the solo review, hopefully. Same bully time, same bully channel. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. With folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five.
Ship will come in and the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna 